Great evening, great evening, great evening, great evening. Hey, folks, this is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant. I'm currently in my living room right now. I thought I'd do the um, the podcast from the living room here. So welcome to the Millionaire Midnight Rant where I give everybody on the planet the opportunity to have a conversation with a multimillionaire, which is myself. I'm Wesley, billion-dollar virgin, and I am a self-made millionaire from Houston, Texas. Look at that view. I, I decided to change locations here. That's my room. That's the TV here. Can't see that, but that's my view here. It's, it's a little foggy out there. And if you're on the podcast right now, you can't see this. But listen, if you ever want to see um, the image of the video itself, just go to Wesley Million Dollar Virgin here. Um, on Instagram, and you'll be able to join the live here. Hey, Michelle, how are you? So we're going to talk about free will here. Hey, let me share some with you now. Um, I've been very skeptical about actually doing this video here because this is going to be a chapter in my book. Uh, many of you are asking me to write a book. Wesley, when are you going to write a book? Well, I've begun mentally. <laughs> And and I thought about it for a second. I say, do I really want to share this? Do I really want to talk about free will? And what I'm going to share with you here tonight or whenever you're listening to the podcast here, it's going to blow your mind. Because I know a lot of you think that free will exists, right? You think that we have the freedom of choice, the freedom to decide. And I'm going to debunk that. And I'm going to tell you that you don't. And which is the reason why most of us or most people on the planet will never be successful. They'll never be happy long term. And they'll never really get what they want because not understand, understanding, understanding this concept here. So, you know, hopefully they don't, the powers don't remove this video because we're going to talk a bit esoteric here. And I'm going to explain to you how you do not have free will. Understanding the Bible, it says that God give us free will. Um, that is a lie, and I'm going to prove it to you here. But before I do that, let me give you guys a shout-out here. Let me give everybody a shout-out. And I promise you, once you understand um, why free will cannot exist, right? <laughs> cannot, honestly. Um, it's the reason why we have the order that we have on the planet. It's the reason why 3% of people are wealthy and the 97% are not. It's the reason why... Many people are depressed, despondent, hurt, in pain, suffering, miserable, um, health problems, neurotic, neurosis. And you have a very small percentage of people who are actually really happy, um, grateful, enthusiastic about their lives and actually living a life of purpose. Okay? So I thought I would just do a quick podcast so I can just explain it to you, give you the gems that you won't find this. I'm going to be honest with you. This information is on the internet, but you have to go down the rabbit hole to really understand it. And many of you, you might argue with me and say, no, free will does it good. I have the free freedom to do whatever I want. Yeah, no, that is untrue. And I'm going to prove it to you here. Um, all I ask you to do is have an open mind here tonight. Hey, um, can I give you guys a shout out here? Hey, Deborah, how are you? Can you guys hear me? Give me a thumbs up or... Say, Wes, I can hear you. Make sure I have some mic problems here. 
So just give me a thumbs up or just come with the words, I am rich now. <laughs> and um, just to make sure that you can hear me properly here. Hey, Jeffrey. Hey, John. Um, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, we have Victor Kid as well. Lassa, um, Black American Goddess here. And listen, you want to make sure you're here because I'm not sure if I'm going to leave this live, honestly. Um, because it's just certain people don't want you to know this. I'm going to be honest. They do not want you to understand this at all. You have powers. There are people on the planet. They prefer you not to know this stuff. Okay. But, you know, I thought long and hard about it. And I said, you know, why not? I mean, I'm going to write about this in my book. But I said, why not? Let me do it live. Let me, ha let me share this with everybody so they'll understand how free will works, uh, how they can truly understand how decisions are made and, you know, why we select what we select in life and why we do what we do. And, um, yeah. Hey, Mrs. J, how are you? Money Mike Wynn. Uh, Mark Rivers here. Hey, Maria. Hey, hey. Okay, so let me get right into it here. Um, free will, the, even the definition states that, I'm going to paraphrase, that a person has the ability to decide something, right? You have the opportunity to decide to be wealthy, decide to be broke, decide to eat potato chips, decide to eat chicken breasts, decide to eat uh, shrimp, <laughs> you know, decide what school to go to, decide what girl to date, what guy to date, who to marry. We make decisions, cars, trucks, homes, penthouses, whatever, right? Um, but I want you to understand this. I know you think that you're making that decision. But you're not making that decision. Okay? You're not making that decision. Just like you to make a decision to be born. You to make the you to make the decision to have the mother or father that you had. You didn't make the decision to have a brother or a sister. But all those things that are taking place or that have taken place in your life are causing you to make decisions. What I want you folks to understand, you have to really understand this deeply. If you ever want to be rich and wealthy and conquer your world and just live this outstanding, happy life full of gratitude, free will doesn't exist, which means is everything in your environment from the people you talk to, from the videos you watch, from the books you read, the things that you hear, the people you spend time with, the people that you marry, the boyfriends, the girlfriends that you deal with, the teachers and professors you have, even the college you go to, even the school that you're currently at, all those factors are influencing you under the surface that's causing you to make a decision from that environment. Does that make sense? It's something that's called priming. Priming is, I give example. 
Like, I grew up in the hood, okay? And the hood influenced me, which means as growing up in the hood on the south side of Houston, Texas, it was not even a thought. Listen, it wasn't even a thought or consideration of being wealthy because I didn't see it. Growing up in the hood, I didn't know that Lamborghinis existed. I didn't know that Ferraris existed at all. I didn't know that you can have somebody to clean your house. As a matter of fact, as I got older, I thought that people that would hire people to clean their homes, well, I thought they were lazy. I said, man, you're lazy. Clean your own house. Does that make sense? Your environment shapes you so deeply, which means is you don't have the free will to make a decision. You're making a decision based off the environment, the things that you see, the things that you hear, you touch, you smell. That's just what's creating the decisions that you're making. Does that make sense? Now, how does this relate to manifestation and making a ton of money and things of that sort? Let me tell you how. Many of you might say, you know what? I want to make more money. Almost everybody on this line right now that's listening to me, you know exactly how to make more money. I mean, there's about a million videos that can teach you how to make money. You know exactly what you need to do. You know exactly how to find the information. But you don't do it. Think about it for a second. Like, the information is out there. It's not like it's hidden. You know, maybe 100 years ago, it was much more difficult because the information wasn't so pervasive around the world. But, I mean, today it's just, it's available. But yet, even though, watch this, even though the information is available, it is somebody that's listening to me right now is going to ask me the same question I get every single podcast. Weston, how do I make money online? Weston, how do I make a million dollars? Weston, how do I get rich? So think about it for a second. Why would somebody ask me that question when there's a millions and millions of ways that they can do this and it's available to them for free on the internet? Now let that sink in. Why would somebody ask me that question? It all boils down to the free will, which doesn't exist. You don't have the freedom of choice. You don't have the freedom to decide. Every choice and every decision that you're making, it is based off something that has primed you or something that has influenced you to make those decisions. Think about it for a second. Why do you think, think about your favorite potato chip if you eat it. Why would you eat Funyuns over Doritos? Why do you choose 83 octane instead of 93 octane gas? Think about it for a second. Why? Why do you choose to live on or in a high rise on the top floor versus the bottom floor? Why do you choose the color blue over the color black? You ever thought about that? Men, why do you like tall girls instead of short girls? Women, why do you like tall men instead of short men? Think about it. Like, <laughs> this is, listen, this is some powerful stuff here. Many, most people 
they don't have no clue on why they decide certain things. Like, think about the car that you're driving right now. Many of you, even the car that you selected, is probably not what you really wanted, but somebody convinced you. Somebody influenced you to get the car. So did you really have free will to choose that? No. You justified it based off some information that allowed you to make that decision. How do you pick a school? Like if you want to go to college, how do you pick it? Harvard? So why would you pick Harvard or Stafford? Well, you pick, you select those schools, even though I know many of you would not get accepted, but you would choose, we, we hold Harvard and Stafford and say, oh yeah, these are top schools. Why? Because somebody told you. Because somebody said it was the top school. Because on the internet it says that, well, the acceptance rate is very low because Steve Jobs went there, because Bill Gates went there. Does that make sense? <laughs> like all these factors, which is a part of the collective unconscious. Write that down, please. Listen. A part of the collective unconscious is what's causing you to make decisions. You don't have free will. Okay, something in your environment that you're just unaware of caused you to make the decisions that you're making currently in life. Now, check this out. So now, does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Are you with me so far? I know some of y'all know I went over your head, but does that make sense? Comment below if that makes sense. Do you agree that you don't have free will? You don't. I know what it says in the Bible. I know it says. You know, God gives us free will. Free will. No, don't. Okay? You're being controlled. The environment is controlling your ability to make decisions because you only make the decisions based off the environment. Like, listen, if I said, hey, choose A or B, you would choose either A or B. You would never choose C. Why? Because you didn't know C was an option. Does that make sense? Some might say, hey, choose poverty or choose wealth. You all choose wealth. But if I never talk about, well, you can be average, you would never consider it because it never was an option. Does that make sense? We are only making decisions based off the options that we are aware of. And what we are not aware of is influencing us on a very, on a, uh, below the surface level of influence here. Now, listen, let me make the connection here because I know some of you may be still confused. You're still lost in the sauce, and I get it because you will be, right? But check this out. Let me share with you why and how this all connects to make millions of dollars and be super successful. And because um, I figured this out years ago, honestly, like, like eight years ago, I figured it out, honestly, um, to have the opportunity to. Um, set my environment up in a way to be influenced strategically in a way that would cause me to be worth over $40 million, to be extremely confident, to be able to command and demand authority wherever I go, and to basically, like, if not almost 100% of the time, always, you know, um, manipulate a situation on in, in my favor. Uh, also, I try my best to make sure it's in your favor, too. And I can convince you so you'll be able to believe that it is in your favor. And that's skill. Check it out. So let me tell you what I did and when I, when I learned this and I figured it out. So since we don't have free will, 
what what I do, I prime myself or I prime my environment to create a space or a circle of, of influence to automatically, listen here, to automatically create exactly the result that I want. I give an example. Like, like right now, I have a ritual, I have a routine. And see, a lot of rich people do this on autopilot. They figure it out, but they probably don't know how to explain it, but I do. <clears throat> you notice that rich people and successful people, they have rituals, routines. It's very strict. Like they do the same thing almost every day. They only speak with certain people. Um, they go to the same place. I mean, it's just very routine. It's very strategic. I mean, it's very, um, uh, very, it's these rituals that they have. Let me tell you why. If I have a person in my life that I talk to most of the time, well, I'm talking, I'm around that person because I'm okay with that person influencing me, me personally. In my home, it's very quiet here. If you notice, quiet. Like, it's always quiet. Now, why do I do that? I do like peace and I do like peace and quiet, but it's quiet because I don't want to be influenced by accident by hearing anything that doesn't need to be a part of my thinking, which is some of you, you have the TV just running. You know, you just have the TV on. You're not even paying attention. You'll be on TikTok. You'll be on Instagram, but the TV is on or you'll be listening to the radio. The radio is on the background. You're doing other things. But see what you don't understand. Listen to me. This is powerful stuff here. That information that runs in the background is subliminal. Okay, subliminal. Even though you're not consciously paying attention, unconsciously you are. Your brain is taking in this information. And that information that you're taking in either from the news or maybe from a song that's a love song that all of a sudden made you, now you start getting in your feelings. Listen. These are influencing your decisions in your future that you're very unaware of. Does that make sense? Even getting a text from a person or from people. Like you could be working and all of a sudden you get a text from somebody that's, I don't know, talking about, hey, let's go out. Let's go do this. Or maybe you get a text from somebody and say, hey, man, you know, I'm having a tough day. You know, my boss or my husband's doing this or whatever. What I want you to realize, that is influencing your decisions. So what I do is, like my phone, is on, it's always on do not disturb. My phone has been on do not disturb for about six years. Because I don't want to be interrupted. And I don't want to look or see or hear anything that doesn't need to be a part of my thinking process. See, like in my home, I have triggers in my home. I call them triggers. Which is like my goal right now is to earn $100,000 a day profit here. So I have triggers in my home that says 100 k per day. When you walk into my home in my penthouse here, I have a sign. I have a board right in front of my door that says I currently earn $300,000 per day. Like it's just there. Consciously, I don't see it all the time. But unconsciously, I see it every day. In my dining room, I have this flask that has a bunch of cash in it. Because what it 
the message that it sends to me that I have money all the time. The money always flows to me. My home is always clean. That's the reason why I have a maid that comes every day because it's it's influential. Like if you come to a dirty home every day, I mean, automatically it's going to put and it's going to adjust your mood. When you're in a bad mood, do you make good or bad decisions? Bad decisions. If you're in a mood of irritation, disgruntled, right? So it's very important for me to have a clean home because when the home is clean and it looks organized, I think in a more organized fashion, automatically. Does that make sense? Like automatically, it changes my mood automatically. Are you, are you folks with me here? So listen, this is called priming, ladies and gentlemen. It's priming. And you have to be very strict on this. Listen, if you want to make millions of dollars, it's, it's so simple here. Because you have to construct the environment that success is inevitable. Like it's almost impossible for you not to be successful. Listen, question. Like if you if you folks were around me, think about it for a second. If you are around me for two years, do you think you have more money in your bank account? I give you a great example. When I made a decision to work with Ariella, everybody knows who Ariella is. She's the VP of sales and marketing for my company, right? When she reached out to me at the age of 27 years old and she wanted to work with me, right? And after, you know, sending me videos and, you know, trying to ask me and Wesley, work with me, work with me, I can help, whatever. I gave her an opportunity. So for two years, this woman was, she wasn't even around me all the time, but we were always talking or I was on Skype with her all the time, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for two years. Year number three, she makes a million dollars. The reason why that happened is because of the influence, right? That's it. Like she always wanted to make a million dollars, but she couldn't do it for 27 years of her life, right? Or, you know, 10 years of her life when she made a decision that she wanted to be rich. But as soon as she got around me, listening to me, noticing how I think, and most of the stuff is unconscious, folks. Like most of the things, like we would go to events together around the country, around the world, whatever, most of the stuff is so unconscious. And now she becomes a millionaire. Okay. Let me tell you something that I've never shared with you before. As it relates to Ariella, when I was working with her and, you know, getting her mind right. You know what the funny part about her journey? I didn't teach her much about internet marketing. I didn't teach her much about how to run ads and how to build a website and how to make money online at all. Everything that she learned from me was certainty, reframing issues, and a different type of thinking. And I remember sharing something with her because, you know, she was getting frustrated because, you know, 
it's been a year and she's like, you know, she's not getting paid and she wanted to make money. I said, Ariella, let me take let me share with you. Your friends. And see, I'm so serious when I talk about the friend thing. You know, a lot of you think that's just so trivial. You know, you really I get it. You know, almost all of you just think that, ah, oh, you know, Wesley, I can talk to my friend sometime. I can talk to my mom sometime. But you're just ignorant because you don't realize how much of an influence these people have on your life unconsciously. I said, Ariella, I need you to spend time by yourself in your home. Don't leave. I don't want you to talk to, to any of your friends. Don't talk to your mom. Don't talk to your dad. Don't talk to none of these people and just work. And let me tell you something. This woman did that for like six months to seven months. I forgot what we was working on. But she totally separated from people. Because I said, you have to put yourself, you have to almost build this environment yourself. You have to build it yourself that any level of influence that you allow in is only geared toward your success, your happiness, and the millions of dollars that you want to make. She did it. Six months, because she was on the phone. I think we had a, a supplement company. And she was on the phone, on the phone, all the time, on the phone, on the phone, on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. Like she had no distractions. She wasn't talking to anyone. She wasn't texting anybody. She was just in her home. I think she was just ordering Uber Eats or come in. And she was just like working. And she wasn't talking to anybody for months. Then a year later, that entire year, we made over two to three million dollars on a new company that she put together and presented to me. Are you with me here? Listen, let me go a little bit deeper here. And I know some of you are not going to understand this part because you're just not metaphysical. You're not esoteric here. Listen, when you learn to be still and when you learn to be isolated and get by yourself, you will see things and you will experience things on the planet. Thoughts that are not your thoughts will come to you. And it would seem, you would just, I'm trying to think the best way to explain it to you. Like, see if you have a problem in your business, in your company, in your life. When you isolate yourself and you prime your environment only for exactly what you want, you would just get thoughts that would just come to you and it would solve the problem and it would give you the result that you want quickly. Do you hear me? We call those serendipities. And some of you call those miracles. When you learn to be still, this is important. When you learn to really look and identify your emotions and watch how you feel a certain way and then become aware and realize that you can feel another way right now. Right? But you can only do that if you prime the environment, because like I told you before, you don't have free will. The environment, the people, the Internet, the TV, this is what's controlling your decisions. So say if every day you wake up in, a, in an environment that's quiet. That's what I do every day when I wake up. First two hours, I needed to be quiet. I don't want any talking. You don't need to talk to me. I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm going to meditate. 
and I'm going to be quiet. I'll be quiet brushing my teeth. I'm quiet taking a dump. I'm quiet when I make my protein shake in the morning. But I'm for about an hour or two, I don't say a word. And it's completely quiet in my home. Now, why do I do it? I've been doing this for years, by the way. And, and, and I guess it worked out because I'm rich. Listen, because in the morning, your brain is very suggestible. And many of you don't believe this stuff. I get it, you know. See, many of you believe that you can't be controlled. There's many people in here right now that's repudiating everything that I'm saying here. They say, no, nobody can control me. Nobody can control me. No one can control me. I can control No, you don't. No, that's not how it works. We're all being controlled. Or we're all being manipulated by something that is outside of our awareness. Why do you think you're still broke? Why do you think you're still poor? Why do you think you're still average? Why do you think you still have that job that you can't? Like a lot of you have been trying to get off a job for five to ten years. Every year he's like, man, I'm leaving my job this year. But you're still there. How many of you said that you're going to make a million dollars last year? How many said that, How many of you said that you're going to make a million dollars two years ago and three years ago? And you still haven't done it. I mean, this proves my point. Think about it for a second. How many things that you have said that you're going to do I'm going to go work out. You know, I'm going to work out right now. I'm going to really work out. And you don't. <laughs> because you don't realize the power of influence as it relates to your environment and things that are outside of your awareness. You don't understand those factors. You don't at all. That's why it's such a huge gap between the people that are wealthy and those who are not. There's there, it's a huge gap between people that are extremely fit and athletic and majority of people are fat, overweight and, and, and ill. It's a very, it's a gap between the people that are healthy and the people that have all type of metabolic illnesses. Does that make sense? Are you with me now? Right? Because listen, you can try to reject them and say, I don't believe that. And all I'm saying is just look at your life. Think about how much money in your bank account. Now I want you to think about how much money you had in your bank account last year. Think about the car that you drive. Now think about the car that you drove last year. Think about the person that you're dating. Tell me about their relationship. Is it going well? Is it going, or is it horrific and it's terrible? Or are you just lying to people and trying to paint this facade that it is well? Listen, what I'm sharing with you, and this is what I'm writing a book, you have to set the environment up for you to succeed. One, like in your home, practice not turning on your TV. Don't even turn it on for a year. Like don't turn it on at all. Unless you're listening to me, that's fine. But don't turn on the TV. Don't turn on the radio. No radio at all. Listen, listen, I want you to understand something. I'm just giving you a blueprint on how to achieve what you want faster here. Because now if you have a mentor, or if you're around millionaires and successful people all the time, it's a high chance that you will be successful, I'm going to be honest with you. But like me starting out, I didn't have anybody. Like before I made my millions of dollars, I didn't have a mentor. I never had that luxury. That's why I do this for you. I'm your virtual millionaire mentor. But I'm telling you, just follow my advice on this. 
Like six months to a year, no TV. Six months to a year, no radio. Like no radio at all. No news at all. Just don't listen to it. When you get in your car, only listen to personal development. Listen to people that are talking in a positive nature. I don't care what it is. It can be a preacher. It can be a professor. It can be a motivator. I don't care. But it has to be somebody speaking in a positive nature. That's very important. Are you with me here? In your home, you should only have pictures in your home of the things that you want to attract in your life. If you want money, you need to put money in your house where you can see it. I don't care if you go to the bank and get dollar bills. I did this. Listen, let me tell you something. I figured this stuff out, man. I got rich, rich. I mean, I really got it. That's why so many companies that I've created, you know, almost 80% of my companies all succeeded very, very well because I, I begin to use this strategy all the time with everything. Almost with everything, even my body, my health. Listen, put pictures in your home. Write this down. Put pictures in your home of everything that you want. Everywhere. Everywhere. If you want a car, you want money, you want how, put it everywhere. You hear me? Now listen, people may talk about you, but let me share this with you. Don't invite nobody to your house. I'm just giving you the formula here. Now, I'm not saying it's easy because I get it. Some of you want to have a barbecue. You want to have your friends over. I wouldn't suggest it. Don't do it because it won't work. Because see, all these conversations that you're having at the baby shower, at the barbecue, at the game night, you know, you think this information is futile, right? You think it's just, you know, a couple of hours hanging out with your boys, hanging out with your girls. And you don't realize how deep these conversations are to your unconsciousness. <laughs> Why do you think I spend so much time alone? Because I'm very intelligent and understand how powerful people are and how influential they are, even when you're not trying to influence anybody. Like people are not out there trying to influence people, they're just being themselves. But every conversation that you have is a conversation that's going to influence you in some way. The problem is you don't know how and why and what's going to happen in your future based off that conversation. You with me here? Are you taking notes? Are you with me here? Okay. I'm going to give you more. Another thing is. If you're going to read books, don't read any books that's like trashy novels. Don't read no fiction books. Nonfiction. Self-development. That's it. That's it. Only read personal development books. I'm telling you, for like years, all you read. Okay? People. I've said this before. You have to disconnect from everybody in your life while you're on this journey if you want to achieve it faster. Now, if you want a slow grind, you know, if you want it to take longer, well, hang out with Pookie and Ray Ray. Fine with me. And you're going to be what is called an AFC, an average frustrated chomp. You're going to be frustrated all the time because of your inability to pull yourself away from these groups and these people here. 
But I'm telling you, the only people that you want to be around, if you have the luxury to do it, is rich people. People that are wealthy. And not the people who are talking wealthy. Let me get that. Let me make that distinction there. I'm not talking about the man that's like, oh, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be wealthy. I'm telling you, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Pull up in the Honda Accord. Listen, that's cool. Let him do that. But you have to get around the people if you have that luxury. You have to get around the people who are actually doing well if you got that opportunity. Does that make sense? Do not spend your time with people who are talking about it. Do not spend your time with people who don't support what you're talking about. And don't spend time with anybody that doesn't have the net worth that you currently have. Many of you have what is called an income. How many of you have an income at your job? Comment below. You have an income, right? You have an income per month, income per year. What I want you to understand is this. Listen to me, please. You cannot spend time with people who have an income. You spend time with people who have a net worth. Okay? Like if you're trying to pull yourself away from the income people, you can't hang around these people. Because they talk a certain way, they go to certain type of places, they behave a certain way. Income people, they're completely different from people who are net worth individuals. Does that make sense? You cannot spend any time. Listen to me here. Because listen, if you don't take my advice, you know what? You can keep living for five, ten years and you will be the same person on this rant. You know, still trying to figure this shit out. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the game right now. You cannot spend any time with income people. If you have a job right now, you cannot go to lunch with Pookie and Harry and Keisha and them. No, you can't do this. You cannot. Because of the conversations. Okay? Income people have income type of conversations. Does that make sense? So you, do, you go to lunch by yourself. You don't go to the parties. You don't go to the Christmas parties. Listen to me. You have to stop following the herd. Okay? Don't go to the Christmas parties. Don't go to the office parties. Don't go to none of this stuff. Do your job. Go home. Does that make sense? Don't talk to these people outside of your job. It's important. And listen, I'm not sharing anything that I didn't do. Everything I'm talking about here, I did it. Okay. Because I realized I didn't have free will. I said, and I thought about it. I said, you know, I really don't have free will. Because every decision I've ever made in life is based off some influence or some people that I was around or something that I saw that was below the threshold of influence that allowed me to do what I'm currently doing here. I think about it, why do I have a Lamborghini? Well, I mean, somebody that had a Lamborghini and because of how people see other people that have a Lamborghini influenced me to get a Lamborghini here. Right? Why did I get a penthouse? Something that I saw, something that I heard allowed me to get a penthouse. You know what I heard? From rich people. Because only rich people have penthouses, by the way, not poor and average people. Do you think poor and average people have penthouses? Do you think a poor and average person is going to pay $13,000 per month? You know what poor and average people say about people that spend Thirteen dollars per month rent. They cost people like that stupid. They call people like me stupid. Oh man, he's silly. Why would he waste all this money? I wouldn't do that. I would get a house. 
That's income people, by the way. That's the income personality there, right? Because it'll make sense to you. You know, it'll make sense to everybody that thinks that way. Oh, that's a waste of money, man. Why don't you just get a house? You're wasting all that money. Why would you do that? Why would you get a Lamborghini, man? That's $250,000. Why would you just waste all that money? You could have bought a property. You could have got an Airbnb. That's it. That's how income people talk. Income, uh, you know, people that have a notified job or whatever. That's how they talk, right? <laughs> that's a liability. You get it? Okay. And this is what confuses a lot of you because you know what? A lot of you, you want to have a nice car, don't you? Yeah, I know you do. Come on. Even if you say you don't, you know you do. I know you want a nice house, a nice apartment. You want your children to go to nicer schools, right? You want all this stuff. But you can't justify it because the decisions that you're making are not your own decisions. You're making decisions based off Pookie and Ray Ray. We're going to say Pookie and Ray Ray is the environment that you're in. <laughs> right? They'll say, hey, why would you put your child in that private school that's 10000 a month? You could use that money for something. No, why would you waste money? Public schools are fine. Billy Joe, he went to public schools and he became a lawyer. <laughs> that's income people. See, income people, they say, well... Warren Buffett, he still lives in his old house. So you can live in the old house. Who cares? Yeah, he's worth billions of dollars, but he lives in his old house. He still drives the same car. So it's not a big deal. That's income people. See, they justify it to stay exactly where they are. <laughs> but deep down inside of all of them, trust me, they want more. They don't want their current life. They don't want the current apartment. They don't want the current house. They don't want the current money in the bank account. And they don't want they, they don't want none of this stuff, right? But income-based people, they always find a reason to justify the belief. That's not even their belief. <laughs> are you with me here? Like even your beliefs are not your beliefs. Every belief that you have right now is not your own belief. You have adopted that belief based off the people that you were around, the internet that you watch, the TV that you watch, the news that you watch, the music that you listen to. That's where your beliefs are formulated and assimilated from. Okay? Your beliefs are not your own beliefs. You might say, well, that's my belief. That's what I believe. Well, I only believe that. Why you believe that? Uh, why do you believe that all rich people are assholes? Some of you believe that. Why do you believe that all rich people are greedy? Why do you think that all rich people brag? Why do you think that all rich people are insensitive? Watch this one. This is for women. Why do you think that all men cheat? <laughs> it's not your belief. It's not, it's not your own belief. Okay. It may be your experience. And you've taken that experience and you generalized it. It's very dangerous when you generalize things. I can go deeper here, but let me pause for a second here. Any questions I just share with you and proved to you with undeniable facts that you have no free will on this planet, that your decisions are not your decisions. Your decisions come from something. It comes from the, the inception of some level of influence that you're just not paying attention to. 
And if you want a better chance of being successful and being happy, you have to prime the environment to cause happiness to happen. Listen, you know, some people say, um, well, you shouldn't have people around you that always is a sycophant. A sycophant is like a person that's always making you feel good and, you know, like always telling you you're amazing, you're great. You need somebody that's going to tell you the truth about yourself. Let me tell you some of this bullshit. <laughs> it really is. And this is deeper here. <laughs> like some people on the planet, I'm not saying it's you, believe that they got to have people that's just going to tell it to them straight. You don't want you don't want to have yes ma'am around. You don't have yes men or yes women around you. Everybody just tell you yes, yes, yes and make you feel good all day. And I think to myself, why not? Right? Let me tell you why people want to have people around them that just give it to them straight. Just give it to me straight. Just tell me what it is. Like a woman may say, does this look good on me? Tell me yes or no. Don't lie to me. What do you think that woman wants you to say? She wants you to say no. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why people like that. Because it's a part of them that already believe and already know what the truth is. They already know. When somebody says, hey, man, tell me the truth. Is this a good idea or not? It's a part of them that already knows that maybe it's not a good idea. Right? <laughs> and they only want validation from somebody else. Like the people that always say, man, just give me the truth. Give me the truth. Give me the truth. What they want is a negative response. Isn't that crazy? Think about it for a second. Women that say, hey, how do I look? If you say that woman, you look good. Don't lie to me. How do I look? But guess what? If you told a woman, say, hey, how do I look, baby? Well, you don't look too good. Something something on your chin right there. I don't like how you put that makeup on. Oh, really? Okay. She agrees with you. Why? Because she's speaking to her insecurities. And her insecurities is exactly what she believes about herself anyway. So when people say, just tell me the truth about myself, they're talking about, they're talking about the insecurities. They're talking about exactly what they don't like about themselves or what they think they can't do. So that's why they need a proven validation about what they really believe. That's why some people, it's very difficult for you to see a person differently, differently than how they see themselves. Almost impossible. Does that make sense? Almost impossible. You can't tell a person. Like, I give you an example. This is going to blow your mind here. And, I mean, this is the psychology of people. You got to understand this. I'm telling you. When you master this, life is just easy. So, it was this young lady, right? She came to my house a um, long time ago. And um, she was talking to me. And I was giving her some advice, obviously. You know, I'm the advice giver, of course. And, um... She'll say, you know, my anxiety, you know, happens at time. I said, hey, you don't have anxiety. I said, what are you talking about? Don't label yourself as having anxiety. You know what this woman told me? Wesley, I know what I have. I mean, she raised her voice. You should have saw her. I mean, she, she switched on me. She said, I do have anxiety. I can feel it in my chest. I can't breathe. I do have it. Don't tell me that I don't have it. Yeah, I want you to picture that, right? Pause there. So I'm sharing with this woman 
and giving her an opportunity to say, well, maybe it's just not anxiety, maybe it's sadness, maybe it's just a moment of feeling sad or upset about something. But instead of her having an open mind and saying, you know what, maybe you're right, she was adamant about what she already believed about herself, which means I can't tell that woman that she doesn't have anxiety. I cannot. If I tell her, even though she wants to get rid of the anxiety, right? <laughs> this, listen, this blows your mind. Like some of you might say, yeah, I have anxiety sometimes. Like you want to get rid of it, right? You do. But if I tell you, you know what? What if you don't have it? Maybe you don't have it. No, no, no. I do have it. I do. <laughs> like she argued with me. She was very upset too. Send them leaving my house about the anxiety because I was saying maybe you don't have it. Maybe it's just a part of your imagination. You know, she was like, no, what are you talking about? It's not my imagination. I have anxiety. Which goes to the point that you cannot. See someone differently on how they actually see themselves like you can tell, but they won't accept it. Okay. It's a part of her that she has associated that as part of her identity. And let me tell you something. When that's a part of your identity, like depression, post-traumatic stress, um, ADD, all this stuff, right? When it becomes your identity, man. You're done. Because you're the type of person and you'll look for the pills, you look for the drugs, you look for the weed, you look for you look for something. Well, I drink because my, my nerves are bad. <laughs> like, them, my, how many of you ever said that? Well, I drink because my nerves are bad. I smoke because my nerves are bad. Let me ask you a question. How did you know that your nerves were bad? Like, who told you that? What did you get that phrase from? What did you learn that from? Because, that, see, that is not your thinking. That is not your beliefs. That's somebody else's. Think about it for a second. When you say, well, you know, when I get frustrated and flustered and, you know, I just get overwhelmed, I got to drink something. I need a drink. And has anybody ever said that? Man, I need a drink. Think about it. You know, where did that come from? You don't know. I know you don't know. You know, Friday, man, I need a drink. (laughs) Man, I need some weed. I need something. I can't handle this. What I want you to understand, young people, those beliefs are not your beliefs. You have assimilated those beliefs from somewhere. You may not know, but they are there. And many of you, if I want to get deeper here tonight, come with the word go deeper. Many of you are using identity statements to describe how you feel. And you are you are creating what is called an association. So when a person says, I have anxiety... What they're saying is, I have anxiety. Like, I have it. Like, it's like a part of me. Okay? Or, I am depressed. So, it's not like, I'm depressed sometimes. You say, I am depressed. So, that's an identity statement. So, now you've associated depression to you. You've linked those things together. Does that make sense? And you begin to do what depressed people do. So, if you say, like, I'm lazy. If you say you're lazy, listen. You'll never get shit done. Never. (laughs) Never. Because that's who you are. 
So you're forced to be that person only because you identify yourself as that. I know some people that say, oh, I'm lazy, man. <laughs> you know, well, I know I need to be doing it, but I'm just a lazy guy. That person would never make millions. They'll never be successful in anything. Cause they just they, and they laugh about it because they don't understand what they're seeing. Well, I'm a procrastinator, Wes. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm the biggest procrastinator that you will ever meet in your life. I mean, people say this, and they don't realize making those type of identity statements, you are forced to become that. You will become that. You will be a procrastinator as long as you associate yourself and identify yourself as a procrastinator, as a lazy person, as a loser, as a person that never gets what they want. You will always be this. It don't matter what you do, how hard you work, how many books you read, how many podcasts you listen to. It don't matter. I don't care how many seminars you go to. Like you would just be like, fuck, I'm doing everything. Why is this person succeeding? And I'm working 20 hours a day and I only have a thousand dollars in my bank account. It's the identity statements, man. Listen, see, listen, what I want you to understand is this type of information is not talked about enough. It's not. You know what's talked about? And in my opinion, I think, you know, certain people purposely put other information on the Internet so you don't get it. <laughs> what's talked about is always the technical know-how. You know? What's the technical know-how? Anytime we want to know how to learn how to do something, we don't go to the mindset. Like we're not talking about identity statements. No, we say, hey, 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 step one, step two, step three. Well, how do I make money? Step one, step two, step three. How do I, how do I get skinny? Step one, step two, step three. Well, how do I lose all this weight? Step one, step two, step three. How do I find a man? Step one, step two, step three. <laughs> like it's a very linear fashion of learning here, right? Because that's how we were taught. And that is the predominant way on how we learn stuff. However, that's not the key, man. You can have a person that's at your job right now, right? <laughs> that you believe that should not be the manager, but yet they're the manager. And you're like, how, how are they the manager? I'm smarter than them. But maybe they can exude, they exude confidence, they can communicate better than you, but you're smarter than them. But they have this natural confidence about themselves. <laughs> And they win every single time. And you, you know the entire book. I know people like this. The only reason I can create these examples, I'll talk about them because I know this one girl. She's very smart, right? Very smart. She'll tell you that she's smart too. She communicates very well as well, and she's very smart in her job. And she was um, she was um, bantering or complaining to me on how other people – we're getting a position and she didn't get the position. And she said, I'm smarter than that person. I'm teaching that person what they got to do and blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever, right? It's typical. This is very typical with people when they have people that are managers or VPs and they feel that they know everything, but the VP know nothing. And as a matter of fact, they're teaching the VP and they feel it's unfair. But yet they don't have the job. And she busting her ass. She working hard. And you're like, man, what does this man have that I don't have? <laughs> right? Why is he the VP? Why is he all this? He don't know anything. I miss many people like that, you know, honestly. <laughs> Let me tell you what he knows how to do, what she doesn't know how to do. She don't know how to play the game. 
She's like this. I'm going to give you another example before you can really explain this. It's like if I'm driving a Lamborghini, there's two men. I'm driving a Lamborghini, say we look the same, and it's another man driving a Honda Accord. Which car is the woman going to approach or admire first? Like, you know, which one is she going to be like, ooh, damn. Which one? The Honda Accord or the Lamborghini? Lambo every single time, right? Now, the question, is that fair? Is that right? I'll give you another example. Say if it's a woman walking down the street. One woman has beautiful breasts and a beautiful butt. The other woman is flat. She has NASA tall, which means no ass at all. And she has no boobies, no breasts at all. Both are walking, but both are pretty. But both are walking down the street. Which one will get more attention? I mean, the, the one, the skinny one or the one with no boobs and no butt. Maybe she's nice, she's caring, she's nursing, she sees everything. And the one with the boobs and the I mean, she got attitude. <laughs> Can't stand her. But before even speaking, before even approaching a woman, where do the eyes go? To the one with the butt and the breasts. Unfair, right? Unfair. But listen, it's the game. <laughs> Just the game, man. It is what it is. It's like going to the club. One guy got a section. The other guy has no section. He at the bar. The guy, the guy at the bar said, hey, you want to have a drink? The guy in the section said, hey, you want to come to the section? We're going to hang out. I got a couple of guys over here, a couple of girls over here. It's cool. And we're right by the DJ. You want to come through? She got him. She leaving that guy at the bar with his drink. Because it's the game. It is what it is. And like that young lady, she just don't know how to play the game. She's not even willing to play the game. And a lot of you are like that. You just have this in your mind. Like you're thinking that you're just going to have it the way that you want it. And I'm here to tell you, you're not. If you don't play the game, you got to play the game. Period. If you don't want to play the game, you're going to have a tough life. I mean, look at Kanye West. I love Kanye West. I do. I love it because he speaks his mind. But he, I'm not saying he's losing right now, but he's having a tough time, man. <laughs> having a tough time right now. He's not losing, but he's having a tough time, right? Around the world with people, endorsements, money, family. He's having a tough time. What I'm saying, he, don't, he didn't have to have that tough time. Like, he didn't, like you didn't have to have this type of tumultuous situation. Same with Andrew Tate. I like Andrew Tate, right? Some of you know who he is, right? The very controversial guy that's on the internet and got counseled, right? A lot of things, what he say, it makes sense. It does. But, it's del but his delivery, mm, right? Got him, in, got him in trouble. And yeah, he's still living his life. He's still rich. He's still wealthy. But now he's afraid. <laughs> because he didn't play the game. Listen, what I want all of you to understand is you have to diminish the ego. If you're just diminish your ego right now, your life will be happier. It'll be much better. And you will have an opportunity to get some of the things that you want. But as long as you have this ego, which means is I can say what I want. It's like the freedom of speech. But is it really the freedom of speech? No, not without consequence. Yeah, you can say whatever you want to say, but not without consequences. So is it really the freedom of speech? Probably not. 
When you get to a certain level of influence, certain things you just can't say unless you want to get punched in the face a million times. There's many people that I can give you examples that certain things have happened to them when they didn't play the game. A game needs to be played on the planet here. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> and um, let me tell you something about Wesley Virgin. I know how to play the motherfucking game good. I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm good at it. I know how to play the game. Right? Like, you can make me look bad. I don't mind. Because I'm thinking about the outcome. That's more important to me than anything that I do on the planet. It's my outcome. And my outcome is just what I want. So you can talk about me. You can shame me. You can say, oh, this, this, this. It's okay. I said, oh, man, maybe you're right about that. It's cool. Because I'm focused on the outcome. That's it. Whatever the outcome is, whatever I want. Everything in the middle don't matter much to me. See, a lot of you, your ego and how you feel about certain situations, you can't diminish the ego. That's why some of you are not, you know, really doing well financially because you think you know everything. You really do. You know, I go live sometime with people and I have people that's trying to give other people advice. I'm like, how are you trying to give somebody some advice? You can't give nobody no advice. And if you want to give somebody some advice, you should, you should do it on your life. But you notice how broken average people are always trying to give other people advice on other people's platforms? <laughs> Listen, learn to be quiet. Write that down. It's a reason why God gave us one mouth and two ears. Think about it. All right. I think it was a technique. It was a tactic. Think that we got two ears because it's, it's important for us to listen more. You know, listen and speak less. Because many of us, when we're speaking, we're not talking about nothing or anything of value or anything that's even worth listening to. We're just talking to be talking. Does that make sense? Any questions for me? Talk to me. And let me share something with you. You might want to listen to this again because you didn't get it. You don't have free will, period. Okay? You got to be very strategic on how you live your life. You have to set life up. Life is almost like, um, like, a, like a puzzle. You have to put the pieces in a certain position. Like, like I give an example like this. Say if you're doing a 500-piece puzzle, right? 500-piece puzzle. Well, you have to look for the pieces that are identical first before you... Because just looking at the puzzle, you know, it's very difficult to put together. You're like, man, I'm going to put together this puzzle, man. I don't know how I'm going to put this thing together. Right? So what you do is you start from the ends, the edges, right? The outside of the puzzle. Why? Because you can see the corners, right? You don't want to start in the middle. You can't start in the middle. If it's 500 pieces, you can't start in the middle. you got to start from the corners, and work around the perimeter and work yourself in. Does that make sense? It's the same thing on how you have to think about life that way. Right? Start from the outside, which means it's set up a perimeter around your mind, your brain, your thinking, and don't allow anything in that perimeter. Until you've achieved the goal. See, 
I spent a lot of time by myself before I made a million dollars. And once I made a million dollars, then I allowed certain people to infiltrate my perimeter. I went out, I started traveling more, going to some clubs, do a little of this, do a little of that, whatever, you know. I went out into that matrix of a world and just hung out with all the people, all the weird people, whatever, right? Because it's fun. But until I hit the goal, the perimeter that I built, I wouldn't let anybody in. Nothing. Music, I wouldn't let it in. No music. Any chatter or talk that did not directly correlate with my dream or my success, I just wouldn't even do. I wouldn't listen to it. Almost lived in a bubble for a very long time, right? People almost didn't exist in my psyche. Does that make sense? All right, questions. I know I'm going deep here tonight here, but like I said again, you need to listen to this again, okay? Questions here. Hey, Mimi, how are you? Questions here. Well, when I was 14 and my daddy went to prison, I decided to get up and move and be a somebody or whatever. Exactly, Mimi. But guess what? Something caused you to make that effect happen. It's something that's called the cause and effect. It's the hermetic law, which means is there's no effect without a cause. You being 14 years old, your daddy being locked up in prison, conjole you and compel you to make a decision. See, this is the reason why a lot of you that had very terrible, horrific childhoods, some of you over there just crying your eyes out and feeling bad about yourself and bemoaning about what took place and you know, your mom wasn't there, your daddy wasn't there, your daddy did drugs, your mama did, blah, 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 whatever. And what you don't realize, all those devastating moments that took place when you were a child have made the woman a man that you are today, which means there's an opportunity for you to be so resilient because if you can deal with all that bullshit that took place as a child, how can you not deal with the bullshit as an adult? Does that make sense? Yeah. It's called a reframe. Right? Because many people use their childhood or, or their mom, dad as an excuse on why they're not the person who they should, should be. But let me tell you something. All those moments of devastation that took place in your life happened to cause you to create something better. And some of you saw it and some of you didn't. Some of you are lying in your misery right now because you're in the past, still talking about the past, man. Let it go. What's next here? Questions for me here. Talk to me. Um, can you go in detail the game? Yeah, I think I explained the game. You guys understand what I mean by the game, right? Yeah, let me give you another example of the game. I'm going to give you, how about this? I'm going to give you plenty of examples of the game. And listen, you got to play the game, man. And there's many books about this. Go read the book, 40 Laws of Power. Great books. Okay. Go read it. 
It's many books that talk about the game of life. It is what it is, right? Every book about Robert Greene, you should go buy it. Robert Greene, Laws of Human Nature. Read this stuff, right? Let me give you an example. Like one rule in the book or one law in the book, 40 Laws of Power, is never outside the master. What does that mean? Listen, this is applicable to parents and children, to bosses and employees, to um, spouses and relationships. Never outshine the master, my friend. I give you an example. Say if you're at your job, you do great work. You're good. And you're so good, you're almost better than the boss. Right? And you're so good that you're like, well, boss, you're kind of wrong about that. And you said it in front of his boss. Or you make your boss feel that he don't know shit. You're like, no, boss, you're wrong. And you prove him wrong. And he is wrong. You're like, oh, yeah, I guess he was wrong. Then six months later, you get terminated, you get fired, you get laid off for some arbitrary reason. Listen, never I sign the master. Because I get it. You might say, well, I was right, though. But I was right. It's a lot of people that are right, by the way. They're right and unemployed. It's a lot of right people that are divorced. It's a lot of right people that are unhappy. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of right people that are poor and average. Right? You got some poor and average people. I say, well, Wesley, you... I saw what you wrote in your website and you misspelled a word and you didn't use the correct grammar and you missed the punctuation there. You need to go fix that, Wes. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Right. And then when it's time for me to hire people and you say, hey, Wes, hey, I've been working hard and I think I could work for you. I say, oh, man, maybe next time. <laughs> and you may be overqualified. You didn't play the game, man. It's the game. You got to understand the game is real. The game is real. And, and you know what's so funny? Everybody knows how to play the game. But a lot of you don't want to play the game. You might say, say somebody right now that's saying, but that's not right, though. But that's not right, though. But that's not right, though. Shut the fuck. Like, shut up. What do you mean that's, that's not right? But that's how it is. Do you not understand that's just how it is? Like, listen. A man can be rich and ugly, have all the women. And you're going to have another group of men looking at this man with all these women. They're like, man, they're just using him for his money, man. That's the only reason he got these girls. Be resentful and mad and bitter at this man. <laughs> but they wish, but those men wish he was over there with the women. All right. A man that has to carve your dreams and to carve your girl's dreams. You pull up and um, your girl is looking at the car, the Rolls Royce that pulled up at the restaurant. This happens to me all the time. I go to a restaurant, whatever. And uh, you see the couples and I pull up the Rolls Royce, the calling me. And, you know, the women like with men, they're like, damn, they looking at me, looking at the car. And you see the man with a little smirk on their face. Like, mm, whatever. 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 Maybe he probably just rented that car. It's probably not even his. <laughs> Instead of saying, man, hey, man, I love your car. I'm proud of you, man. You're doing well. But you choose to be bitter and resentful. Listen, it's a game that has to be played, man. I'm telling you. Like, even to succeed greatly, you have to play the game. If you're dealing with a millionaire, let me give you some advice. If you're dealing with a millionaire or something like this, say if you've got a mentor in your business or whatever, um, your goal 
is to make that rich person, that millionaire, feel that the heat of shit.com. You hear me? You you better make sure that he feels that he is a god. You make him feel that way on purpose. Compliment him. Say, man, I like what you did here. I'm so proud of you here. I love your car here. Man, I would love to be on your team. Is there anything I could do for you for free? And I know some of you might say that's kissing ass. That is not kissing ass. That's respecting that. That's respecting that man or woman of the man or woman that that person has become. That's it. Okay. Not trying to prove this man. You know what somebody did to me one time? So I'm at the barbershop back when I used to go to the barbershop and um, I was doing commercials about my boot camp online. I mean, on the internet. I mean, on the uh, TV. And this guy, he was like, well, Wes, I like your commercial, but you need to learn how to speak properly, man. You was running your words together. And my, my girlfriend, she's an English teacher. And she's like, man, I mean, he said one word incorrectly, man. I mean, what is he doing now? Listen, this is a 30-second commercial, and you got to talk very quickly. I don't know if you ever did a commercial before, but it's very difficult, by the way, because you have to get exactly what you want to say, and you got to say it very quickly and efficiently, right? And it's very difficult to do it, right? And I did it like two takes. And he was like, well, you know, you you, you mispronounce one of your words, you know, you kind of slurred a little bit, man. You can be putting that stuff on TV. Now, think about it. Would I ever do business with this man? Like, would I ever give him my opportunity in life? Never. I don't care if he was fucking qualified. I don't care if he was the best salesman on the planet. I would never hire this guy, ever. Just because of that statement. And you might say, well, it's unfair. No, but that's the game. You get it? <laughs> it's just the game. That's just how it is. Okay? And it's a mini game. I'll give you another game. It's like with a woman. If you got a woman, you got a wife, and you and your wife are having a debate about a topic, and in that topic, you know that you're right. I mean, you know, undeniable truth, categorically, that you are right. And you go as far as letting her know that she is wrong to the point that she had to capitulate and say, oh, man, you know, I am wrong. And you feel good. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you on that one. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know, baby. You didn't know. Uh, you didn't know. Yeah, I, I got you on that. Yeah, you didn't know what you were talking about, and I just proved you wrong. Then later that night, when it's time to go to bed, you get in that bed, and you try to snuggle up with her. And she's like, oh, not tonight. I got a headache. <laughs> like, you already you rocked up. You know what I'm saying? She... You trying to scoot up. She's like, oh, not tonight. You lost. See, you probably won the battle, but you lost the war. Listen, and I want you to write this down. This is very important. Like, if you ever want to live the best life ever, you have to always remember that the outcome is more important than the situation. Write that down. The outcome is more important, which means that man should have been smart enough to understand that he got to go to bed with that woman. And that woman is not going to like him. Yeah, you are right. But you think a person wants to be proven wrong? That's rule number one in influence. Never tell a person that they're wrong. Never. Especially a person that you're trying to build a relationship with. (laughs) 
And see, this is, these are basic rules, but the ego is what screws you up, okay? Like your ego, the ego to be right, the ego to be the best, the ego to be admired. I'm important. I'm the man. I'm the woman. And I get it. We all got it. I got it too as well. But sometimes I got to diminish the ego. Sometimes I got to say, you know what? You're the best. You're amazing. Like tonight, everybody here, you're more, you're more amazing than me. And I'm going to tell you why. You're more amazing, okay? Because where you are right now in your life is special. Let me tell you why. Because you striving for something that's going to change your life. I've already changed my life. Like, I'm already, I've already reached a destination. I mean, there's other places I can go, but it's like going to one beach and going to the next beach. All the beaches have water, man. You know, I'm just going to a different beach. Go to California Beach, Bora Bora, Maldi, whatever. But you striving to go to the beach. That's what makes you special. Because, see, I know how that feels to be striving for something that I've never seen, but I can see it with the spiritual. I can see it and taste it. Like, you don't know how. Oh, man, let me tell you something. I'm not saying I want to go back in the struggle, but the struggle was fun. Oh, my God, it was so fun. I mean, when you get to the beach, man, you can only go. I mean, you can only go just go to different beaches, but it's like the same stuff, you know, same water. Some water is more clear than others, you know, whatever. But say if you've never been to the beach and that's where you are. You've never been yet. You never made a million dollars yet. That's what makes you so unique. And a lot of you don't see it because, you know, you're in this moment of disturbance, of irritation. Like, fuck, why is it not working? And I'm telling you something. That's what the blessing is, man. Oh, sometimes I miss it, man. That was the real grind. And some of you, you don't realize, like, where you are. It's like, man, that's it. Because once you hit it, I'm going to tell you something. You hit it, it's just, it's done. I mean, you, of course, you can achieve more, but, you know, that that thirst. Whew, it's a different thirst when you are broke. And then when you have a million dollars trying to go to 10 million, it's a different thirst. Okay? Any questions for me? Talk to me. What's next here? Who wants to go live here? I'm always willing to go live. If you need a better explanation here, that's why I try to give you different examples so you really understand my point that I'm sharing with you here tonight. So if you need to go live, go live here, okay? But you don't have free will. You got to prime yourself. You got to prime your environment, right, for about a year or two. Just prime it. Sometimes it could be faster here. Put yourself in a position in life that everything that happens to you, it happens based off you orchestrating it, right? Walk in your house, you want to see pictures of the things that you want to do. You should have your goal everywhere around your house, period, everywhere. Even on your iPhone, have your goal everywhere. <clears throat> when you're on the internet, you should only watch and read things that are conducive to the success of the man or the woman that you're trying to be. Go work out all the time. Work out, go to the gym, right? Read, read. When you're in your car, only listen to information that's going to compel you to be a greater version of yourself. Listen to words every day. Learn new vocabulary every day. Listen to self-development every day. 
when you're working out, instead of listening to music, listen to me. I'll listen to another speaker over and over again. This stuff is so unconscious. It is so below the surface of awareness. It's going to blow your mind. In five years, you'll be a totally different person. Okay? If not sooner. Questions here? What should someone do to prime themselves each day for success, even when their current environment is not conducive to success, Wes? But I just shared it with you, man. I just told you. Like in your room, I don't know your age, but like in your house, in your apartment, put pictures of everything that you want, okay? Phone should be on, do not disturb. Don't answer anybody's text messages, none. Just don't answer no one. Don't talk to anybody that's not rich or does not have the net worth that you want. Income people, you don't talk to these people ever. If it's job related, I get it. You do what you got to do with the job and you're done. But we don't have any conversations about like men, don't have any conversation about women to these guys. You're like, hey, man, we're gonna go out. you can talk to your girl. You Nah, don't talk about football, basketball. As a matter of fact, unless you're a football, basketball player or soccer player, you should not be watching this stuff on TV. Some of you have too much information about grown men on TV and you have no information about yourself, but you know all about them. Okay. <laughs> What's next? What's next? All right, we got a young man that wants to go live here. Make sure you turn your lights on, folks. I need to be able to see you properly if you have your questions. Hello? Hey, how are you, my man? Oh, wow, what's going on? Uh, me, okay, there it is. Oh, there you go, Anthony. <laughs> what's going on, Brother West? How are you? Um, Very well. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from New York. Oh, New York City. All right. How can I help? Definitely. Uh, man, so first off, um, just want to salute you for your information. Um, I'm actually a therapist. Um, I have an agency that I'm growing um, <clears throat> with a good friend and business partner of mine. And I actually use a lot of your content. It's very, uh, you know, um, impactful, right? Um, and, uh, you know, just different, right? So right. I like your concept. One time you taught about any business that you have, you have to have some type of online presence with it, right? And um, Absolutely. I see how, you know, even therapy, it's, it's great, very rewarding, but hey, I'm only one person, right? And you can only serve but so many people. So yeah. what I want to put to you is, uh, or just get your feedback, I'm thinking of, we're well, not thinking, I'm creating an online uh, digital product where okay. someone can actually download a digital product that can offer them almost self-therapeutic information. So for example, um, they click on depression. It would be myself as well as my partner. We would both talk and give some hard, succinct strategies on how to overcome depression, right? Um, anxiety. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you you know, you mentioned a couple of P, you know, PTSD, things of that nature, drug addiction. And right. will it be for everyone? No, but I do think a lot of people could benefit from having a product that where they can um, help themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, so my question to you is how would you, um, and I know the marketing is the main thing, right? I mean, I, I can definitely yeah. get it together, um, have someone film me and my partner, but then, you know, the marketing, how, cause I know that's, that's the major thing. I don't know if you have a program or you have, a, I mean, you know, listen, I, I will pay whatever I need to pay 
to leverage your marketing expertise, but how would you guide me with the marketing of such program? Very simple. So you may want to write this down. So I'm going to give you the exact steps on okay. what you need to do to take this program to the market. And I think it's a great idea, by the way, 100%. They need more programs like this because you're right. Most people do want to utilize more self-healing techniques that they can do it themselves, right? Uh, you have to talk to a, a therapist. So first step is you're going to want to do what is called a webinar. You know what a webinar is? Yes. Okay, so you want to do a webinar. So which are either with you or with your partner, you want to do a webinar that basically is going to sell the course, okay? It's going to sell the course in the webinar. Have you ever, like, did a webinar before and actually sold some at the end? I've, Have you ever did that? Um, I've done presentations uh, okay. to sell. Yes. Okay, so great, great. We, well, you, not a webinar, but I have, you know. Okay. And you want to use a PowerPoint for this as well, right? Because people are visual. So not only do they want to see you, they need to see the PowerPoint. They want to see the words, right, of what you're talking about. It allows people to be more engaged, right? So in the software you want to use to record the video is called Loom.com. That's L-O-O-M.com. This software gives you the opportunity to download it. You hit play. It takes a screen record of your screen. So whatever's on that screen, it's going to be recorded. Your face will be at the bottom and it have your PowerPoint slide. It's just like you're teaching a course or whatever. And you just go to the slide and, you know, in the beginning, you tell your story. Then after that, you give them some tips. And at the end of that, you just sell them on the program. All right. Good. So once that's done, now we need to put this in a system that's called EverWebinar. Write that down. Ever webinar that's e-v-e-r webinar whatever webinar.com does it allows you to take that recording and put it in that system where it will run 24 7 as if you're going live i give example so say if on a monday you send an email out to the people that have um got training or got therapeutic work from you in the past and say hey guys join this webinar whatever and say up on monday they schedule it and they watch it and some people buy well that same webinar can be sent to new people again on a tuesday and when they're watching that webinar they will think that the webinar is actually live make sense Got it. Got it. that's yep. what it does because it the webinar the every webinar itself it gives people the experience that they're actually in a room gotcha. that is live. But the great thing about it, it runs automatically and it runs 24. It runs 24 seven. Like I, we have many webinars that do this online right now and that's so, just automatic income. Go ahead. Question. Wes, appreciate this. Um, would I be sending people to this? Like it's a link that I would have and I would say, Hey, check my webinar out or schedule a time to, um, you know, partake. So in right, this so right now, how many clients do you have total? You think? Well, in, in our agency, we have about 30 to 40 right now. And about I mean, on, honestly, to be honest with you, we start on a waiting list because we only have about maybe four therapists, myself, and about three others. You know what I mean? So it's the, the whole mental health space, period, right. not just my agency. There are more clients that are looking to be served than there are service providers, period. That's just what it is. So when I heard what you do, said. Do you, have a, do you have a list, though, of like, 
um, clients, like for like yeah, clients that you've just trained in the past, like like in the thousands, maybe. Yes, I could say that. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, because the only reason I'm, I'm saying that because when the webinar is done, you want to kind of test it, and it's always great to test it on your current list. Like whenever you do any type of therapeutic treatment, I'm pretty sure you always get the email address, you got to get the name, email, and this is the database, right? Because you got to build that database because these people that paid you one time, they will pay you again, right? Yeah. It's called lifetime, um, lifetime customer value. So mm -hmm. all the people that you have gave therapeutic help to, you want to eventually send an email and say, hey, I did a training on how to cure depression, to save what there was how to cure depression in 24 hours or 24 minutes or in one hour, right? Using this one technique that psychologists don't want you to know about. And then you send that link out to them and they all go to the webinar. And based on how it does, you know, how it does, that lets you know, okay, it's working. Some people, they bought the, they bought the product. They bought the digital product. Then when you prove the concept, now we can start running ads, like Facebook ads to it. And Facebook would be a good, because you won't even get banned on that, honestly. You know, Facebook would be a great way to run ads to a community of people who wants, you know, self-healing or who wants to cure depression or who wants to alleviate it, right? So I would do TikTok videos for sure. Like TikTok videos are just, man, that's the game right now, honestly, because you can make a TikTok video about how to cure depression, how to cure addictions. A minute video. And these videos that are very informative, they go viral very quickly here, gotcha. right? And at the end of those videos, when you do them on TikTok, you can say, hey, you can always go to my bio if you want to download my course or blah, 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 mm -hmm. or get oh, more training, right? Yeah, you just continue to do that's what I was, like, I, was, I was thinking, like, how would you turn those TikTok videos into money? But at the end of the video, I would send them to my... Exact. It's my something that's called a, a CTA, a call to action. So every video must have a call to action to it because people need to go know where to go after they get your information. Say, hey, if you ever want to get more training or get my course or whatever, you know, it's a one-stop shop. We'll show you exactly how to do this very quickly, get rid of drug addiction. If you smoke too much, we know how to get rid of smoking and within an hour. Go to my bio, click the link, and get access to it. It's a free so training. That, um I guess that would be the landing page. I heard I heard you on a few other lives with some other you know individuals who are active in the uh, digital uh, product marketing space. Would that be my landing page or my web page that I would be sending them to? Exactly. The gotcha. And that landing page is actually in every webinar. Every webinar has a section that you can just build out the landing page right there. It's very just simplistic. Wow easy you know what i mean just it's just there but it's already there so you can just have that link you can put that link in your bio and people when they go there they'll register for the webinar and the great thing about every webinar they can register for a time they can register for whatever date and it's the same webinar but it makes gotcha. people believe that they're going to an actual live one got it got it got it appreciate mm -hmm. you appreciate you 100 um when when i hop on it asap do it, man. I mean, put in action. I mean, just just get started. I mean, it's going to be many questions that you're going to need to be answered, but just 
just start it, you know. I mean, get the no, 100%. I'm, I'm ready to make the videos, and I'm gonna be honest with you. We just hired a young lady who she's very uh astute with technology, you know, filming and social media, okay. and, you know. So she's like 23, she's young. So we're going to leverage her to help us. I'm actually gonna have them listen to this and say, hey, let's, you know, uh, execute this because I'm ready to, you know, do the taping. You know, I just need to leverage someone that can um, kind of, you know, handle the social media. But be on it. Listen, appreciate you. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thank you, you know, um, for your time, your wisdom. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, keep, you know, keep me updated, man, on your on your course. Appreciate you. Appreciate you 100%. All right, Wes. All right, brother. Take care. Salute. Yes, sir. Yeah, folks. Um, I was talking about that last night, actually about how to leverage our current business into the digital marketing space. Now, listen, this is becoming very popular right now, folks. I mean, people are beginning to get a bit smarter here because they're realizing that, you know, working hard is cool, guys. I mean, nothing wrong with hard work. I mean, I mean, not hard work, work, right? Nothing wrong with working, but... Eventually, you do want to have some fun, right? You can't just work, work, work. I don't care if you make millions and ten, tens of millions of dollars. Eventually, you want to have some fun. You know, you want to do something else and to enjoy your life, right? Spend time with kids or whatever. Spend time with your wife, your husband. So you have to eventually think and say, okay, yeah, I'm making some pretty good money, but I'm just one person. I'm serving the community right now. But if I'm not there, I make no money. Like, I don't care if you're making thirty, forty thousand 40000 a month, but if you're not there, you make $0 a month, right? You take a vacation for two weeks, you're not making any money. So you got to be a bit smarter, right? You got to become and say, okay, now I need to move my information since I'm an expert. Move this stuff online, folks. Create a digital marketing course. Create a book, right, with your specialized knowledge. Because you got knowledge. Use it, right, and sell it, right? Because you have people that want to buy it. Does that make sense? If not, you're going to work hard for the rest of your life. I mean, you're always going to be working. It doesn't matter how much money you make, but you're going to always be on this just working and working and working and not making any type of income because you have not set up anything in an automatic way to monetize the information, okay? And like I told you guys last night, yeah, I mean, the world is just, <laughs> let me tell you something. Things are happening on the planet right now with AI, with artificial intelligence right now, Jesus. Listen, it's this one website right now, and maybe I'll give it to you, but you can type whatever you want, and this little bot thing, this AI would give it to you. So today, I said, write an email that'll sell my program. Do you know that thing wrote up an email that sold my program perfectly? I mean, whatever you tell this thing that you wanted to do, it would, it, it's, it's crazy. But what I'm saying, artificial intelligence right now is doing things much more efficient than human beings right now, okay? Which means a lot of jobs will go away. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Even technology jobs now. They even have this one AI now, the software that it programs. Like you can set up, you can say, hey, I wanted to do this, 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 this. And the, the artificial intelligence bot or the, 
you know, the AI, it, it creates the game or the program. So why do you need developer anymore? So what I'm saying is get smart utilize this stuff. It's out there. Okay. Get digitized, get on the internet period. Or you'll be left behind. How do you deal with, uh, man manipulative, manip manipulative people? Well, everybody manipulates. I mean, everybody manipulates somebody. So what you're talking about, right? Everybody does. We all manipulate people. Okay. Unfortunately, when people look at the word manipulate, it's just not just to make people do things that are not to their best interests. Manipulate, uh, to manipulate a person is to change one's mind, to get them to do something, to get them to do something that maybe they didn't think they would ever do. Think about a guy that goes to the mall and he sees a beautiful girl in the suit store, so he just walks in there. But he's just talking to the beautiful girl. He didn't go in to buy a suit. But she manipulates him, and he buys a suit for $3,000, right? So is that wrong? Is that right? And right? so don't use that term in a way and think that it's just negative. Like so many negative connotations to that word, but we all manipulate, okay? You do it with your kids, right? You know, you try to get your kids to eat greens. You tell them it's candy, right? So, well, I mean, we all do it, okay? We all do it. Women do it too with the makeup, with the fake booties, you know, BBLs. That's manipulation right there. That's not your butt, girl. That's not real. You paid for that. Trying to manipulate me like that. Well, you know, <laughs> so it happens all the time. So uh, I, what I would say develop more skill so you can influence people that they would do what you want them to do. Okay. And hopefully if you're really good, like myself, you will manipulate a person that both sides of uh, both sides actually feel that they're getting a good deal. Does that make sense? What's next here? Wes, what's the process to create a book online? What I do, I just model other books. I mean, you know, I don't I don't have time to do all this ton of research and all that. I just model books. I will buy one book, I'll read it, and I will create my book based off that book. But now I don't write books anymore. I just do digital video products. It's easier. Cause I can talk all day, honestly, as you can see here. So I um, my preference is just to do video. If I wrote a book, it, I would have a ghostwriter, folks. I'm not going to write the book, obviously. I'm just, when it's time for me to write my book, I'm going to talk. Ghostwriter's going to write, and we're going to publish the book. But I'm not sitting there writing a book like Robert Greene. Uh-uh. Robert Greene has all type of health issues right now because of that. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's just not what I want to do. I just want to talk. You write it down. Publish. That's it. What's next here? Questions for me. Anybody else want to go live here? Yeah, Jasper's AI writer as well. Yeah, like copywriters, man. Oh, man. They're going to be the thing of the past. You know, I'm looking forward to having copywriting and artificial intelligence that 
it can create all types of stories, right? These, these just fictional stories, but they're so compelling that people buy, oh, it's coming. Oh, it is coming. And when that happens, game over, baby. Copywriters, up. Oh, not going to hire them anymore. Or if we do, they're going to be ex very inexpensive. Questions here. Yeah, loom.com, loom.com. Hey, folks, are you, are, are you loving the value that I'm dropping here? I mean, no one does this. No millionaire is going to drop this type of gems. Not for free. Trust me, no one. Name one. Name one man or woman that's up at 1.43 a.m. in the morning, right, giving the gems away for free. Many of those people think I'm crazy. Oh, you stupid. Charge these people, Wes. Charge them. Charge them for it. Charge them. And I could. But honestly, like, I, I want you to win. I want somebody to win. And I want more people to win and less people to lose. It's going to be losers, unfortunately. It's just how it is. It's the law of averages, right? But I just want more people to win based off my information that I put on the Internet. And if you go to my podcast, Western the Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, I have over 300 episodes that you can just lose yourself in this content and condition yourself in your mind. And I promise you, you're going to come out a better person. Okay. More financially astute. You know, it's a chance that you may become wealthy. It's a chance that you may become more confident, more resilient. Have purpose for your life. Come out virtuous. And that's what I want. Okay. I love you as well. I'm leaving my job Thursday. Great job. I want to cook Parmesan garlic pasta. How about you, hon? Uh, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> Mimi, what are you talking about, Mimi? What do you think about quitting my job to do YouTube full-time? I mean, do it. Go for it. You don't need my validation. Go. Do it. But if you're going to do it, commit to it. What do you think about all the AI cartoon pictures everyone is posting? Oh, let me tell you something about that. Listen, some of you folks are just – I love all of you. I really do. But some of you are just not that bright. You're not that smart. And you're doing these cartoon pictures things online. But you're not looking at the fine print on the websites. Do you know that they're collecting all your data and you are proving them because you're not reading? You just see some free stuff. Oh, this look cool. Let me make a cartoon picture of my big old head. And what you don't realize that they're collecting all the data, even from your phone, everything. Not only do they got your face, just read the terms. Read the private. Just read. Right? They have all your data because this is what they do at the internet, like software and stuff. They're not dumb. Right? They give you all this free stuff. Oh, you can do this cool thing. You can do this cool thing. Right? And what you don't realize that in the privacy on the terms and conditioning, you are agreeing <laughs> to give them all your data. Like they know how many apps are on your phone, they know what you click, they know what websites you go to. Some of these softwares, man, they know exactly what you're typing on the text messages. And they're selling your data. And it's in the actual terms and conditions. 
that they that you give them authority to sell your data to advertisers, obviously, like me, so I can make more money. So be very careful, you know, what you're doing when you're doing free stuff and it looks cool, right? You're like, oh, it's cool. Let me take a picture of my big head and make a make a cartoon of it, which I think is futile and useless and stupid because, like, how are you going to monetize that? Is it just a picture that you want to have on your your phone, your screensaver of your big head as a cartoon? Like, what does that do for the quality of your life? <laughs> like, I'm like, how dumb people are. People are just so silly. I, I, I don't know, you know. But <laughs> all I'm saying is before you do anything on the Internet, you think it's free? First of all, nothing is free, okay? Let me say it again. On the internet, nothing is free. When they say free, it is not free. They're collecting your data. It's free, but give me your email address. It's free, but give me your number. Make sense? I mean, it's, it's not free. Okay. If they have your number, email address, your mailing address, your face, something, that information is going to be sold. It's going to be found. They're going to find a way to monetize it. Okay? Happens all day. All right, what's next? Uh, good job, Backwoods. Thank you from Philadelphia. Awesome, awesome. I have over 31,000 subscribers. Good job, my man. Um, any more questions for me before I let you go here tonight? We had a good, we had a good, we had a good time tonight. Did we not? How many of you learned something tonight? Okay. Listen to this podcast again. Listen to this episode again for sure. Any questions for me here? Remember, you can always download my course if you want to learn how to manifest your dreams. I do have a course. And, you know, my courses are, they're great. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Wesley, you're going to say that because it's your course. No, I say that because of all the people that say it's great. Like, once you log into my course, the Genie Script, what I want you to do is click on this link that says, listen to this first. You're going to see over 100 testimonials of people just like you from all over the world, old, young, teenagers, doesn't matter, talking about the Genie Script on how it helped them in their life, okay? And I'm telling you, it's not just about money. Some people, their relationships are better. Some people, they're healthier people because of this stuff. So I'm very grateful and thankful that I had the intellect to create that pro program. So if you want it, it's called the Genie Script. Download it. Um, do you have any experience as a manager in the, in the music industry? I do not. I do not, folks. Even though I can sing very well, one day I'll sing for you folks. You know, you're gonna be you're gonna be shocked. You're like, my God, that brother can sing, but not tonight. But no, I don't have any connections in the music industry at all. Next question for me. How do I download it? Wes? How do you download what? What are you trying to download? Any more questions for me, folks? People, queens, kings. Any more questions for me? Boy, before we say goodnight, I'm getting ready to make me some oatmeal here. 
Wesley, how do I get into your podcast? Easy. Good question. Go to Google.com, type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and ba-bam, it's there. Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart Music, Amazon Music, I'm everywhere. I'm on every platform, podcast on the internet. So just type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you will see hear every episode of every created and it's some good stuff, man. I've had people make millions of dollars based off of my information. And I was just so grateful to hear that, um, that people are actually applying this information to their daily lives. I heard that crypto has went out of style. Uh, who told you that? And out of style? What are you talking about? This is not, this is not a brand. It's not Balenciaga, folks. Out of style? What do you mean out of style? This is not a brand right i mean crypto is a real deal digital currency here um but you know cryptocurrency is speculation in my opinion it is uh i guess the bitcoin has some utility to it but i'm not into the crypto anymore i mean i'm cool i put my money out there just you know i honestly i don't understand much about the crypto space honestly i you know to me it's like playing a lotto (laughs) you know i don't know some people understand it better than others, but um, I wouldn't say it's out of style. I mean, people are still making money. They may be suffering right now, but the people that understand it, they, they know what they're doing. I think everybody jumped on the bandwagon because people are followers, unfortunately. How do you keep a balance in all your projects and priorities? Um, I don't. I don't keep a balance. I don't at all. Um, some things I just focus more on. And some things I don't focus as much. I usually focus on the things that's making me the most money. And I find other ways to make more money with that thing. Okay. But there's no balance. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. What program to use to start up my own podcast? Podbean. Podbean. That's what I use. P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Podbean.com. And voila. What's next here? Any more questions for me here? I'm about to sell a hot ticket coaching program. How do I set the right context that differentiates me from others? Um, it's up to you, coach. You only know what's what's the different or what's the disparities about what you do and what. But honestly, I wouldn't try to be different. I would just model what somebody else is doing, like Dan Locke. He does the whole coaching deal. Just model what he's doing. Like, why change the, why, why change the recipe, man? I mean, come on now. I mean, if it works, something out there that works, model it. You don't see Burger King trying to make a different type of patty. I'm telling you, I, I think the same patty that's at McDonald's, it's the same one at Burger King, same meat. You know, put more salt on one of them. One has more salt than the other, maybe. I don't know. But listen, why why, uh, why reinvent the, the wheel? For what? Use what works. What are your thoughts on purchasing real estate in 2023? Well, Queen Sheba, I'm, I'm all for it. I will be purchasing a ton of real estate in 2023. And honestly, I want the market to... Crash hard, honestly, I do. I mean, I know you may say, "Oh, Wesley, you've been so negative." Yeah, well, you know, when the when the market crash, 
it gives investors an opportunity to get in and buy. Okay. And that's what's happening anyway. I mean, major companies are buying a bunch of real estate and a bunch of land right now. So I want to be a part of that. How do you meditate longer? I mean, you just choose to. Okay. You just like, if you meditate for 15 minutes, you want to do 30 minutes, just stay there. When you hit 15 minutes, stay there for another 15 minutes. And that's 30 minutes right there. Yeah. That's how it works. Just a choice. What's next? Hey, Dimples, how are you? All right. I guess that's it. No more questions for me here. Hey, much love, ladies and gentlemen, here. Uh, much love. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Thank you for your likes and shares and also your tags out. And remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture, okay? Which means is, if you want a better life, I know I say this all the time, and I know some of you are annoyed that I continue to say it, but it's true. If you want your life to be better, whatever your definition of better is, you must picture a better life. You got to discontinue seeing your life as it is. You got to stop reinforcing the current life that you currently have. Stop talking about how bad and how terrible it is and how hard it is. I mean, you have to picture it better, right? If it's a storm out there, say if it's a storm in your life, picture as if the sun is shining bright, okay? If there's a fire in your life right now, right? Picture a body of water on the fire, okay? Putting out the fire. Picture what you want. If you have the home that you don't like, if you're living in an apartment that you don't want to live in, you're driving a car that you want to drive, you're dating a person you don't want to date, you have the body that you don't like, change it. Picture the body that you want. Picture. Think about it. What kind of body do I want? Well, I want a sexy, nice, sleek, beautiful body that people give me compliments every day. Okay, picture. How, what does that look like? Find it on the internet. Print it out. Post it up. If you don't really like your car, you're grateful for your car, but you want a new car. Find the car that you want. Print it out. Put it everywhere. Right? Home. Apartment. You want to live in a penthouse? You want to live in a duplex, townhouse, a better house in a gated community to take care of you and your family? Picture it. Print it out. It's on the internet. I'm sure. A model of your house is on the internet somewhere. Put the picture out. Put that picture everywhere. See it. Feel it. Right? Same thing with a significant other. You want a woman, a man of your dreams? Well, what does that man look like? What does that woman look like? How do you want that man to act? How do you want that woman to act? What are the attributes? Print it out. It's on the internet somewhere, right? And see it and believe that you already have all these things. Live that way. Live that everything that you want it's happening. And I'm telling you, one day you'll be telling the story on this live here and saying, Wesley, you won't believe what happened. A year ago, I went on your live and I did exactly what you said. And now my life is completely different. I've had many people that have done that. And I'm grateful for the opportunity. So much love. This is Wesley, billion dollar version. Much love. Let's go.